you can connect Figma up and you can say, hey, agent, what's the best design? What changes should I make to this design? And it can actually start giving you that type of information and advice. And I'm telling you, it is just crazy. They're up to release number 132 or 133 as of this recording of new releases in Langchain. And a new there's at least one new release every day. Sometimes there's two or three that add major new features. So this is, I mean, exponential growth just at an insane pace. All right, well, good day and welcome everyone to Commerce Today. My name is Darren Newbold and I'm excited to, to be here with... Uh, Guys, nearly 20 years of operations and uh, business development type of experience. I'm one of your hosts today, and as always, my awesome, well, not quite as awesome as usual today, and we'll tell you more in a second, but the uh, ever-awesome Josh Warren is here with me, 25-plus years, e-commerce expert, futurist, knower of all things that ought to be known and things that you didn't even know you needed to know. He knows them. And he knows something that I don't, and it's bothering me. So for those that uh, understand the FOMO piece, I am missing out right now, and hopefully he's going to let me in on the big secret, because I don't know what we're talking about today. So with that... Josh, take us yeah, away. Yeah, yeah, a little behind the scenes. Normally, uh, me and Darren talk a fair bit before each episode. I kind of prepare them, but I told him today I want to do something a little different, and that is because, um, Darren, your role today is you are the voice of the audience and of the average e-commerce merchant. You are here to reel me in and hold me back and get me grounded back on uh, into reality because we're going to talk about a subject that I'm curious to get your kind of real-time reactions, um, but also I might get a little, little passionate about. Um, and that is uh, artificial intelligence, but we've talked about artificial intelligence yeah. some, and, and you even had a chance to point out that my view from the first episodes of Commerce Today last year to now on how applicable AI is to e-commerce have changed, um, and it's it's changing ever more. So specifically, I wanted to talk about there is a, um, a way to utilize artificial intelligence now that is available today um, that I think any and all e-commerce retailers can and should be using, and that is a, um, a, a system called Langchain. Um, stands for language chains. Okay. Um, so yeah, Langchain. Langchain. Yep. Yep. Say that three times fast. Right. Um, basically, it's a um, a, a library, and it's available in both Python and JavaScript. And it is a library that allows you to chain together different large language models. So that's where you get Langchain. Okay. And you're like, okay, well, what does that mean? I can yeah, see. Uh, yeah. 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 So you can see my puzzled look. <laughs> So I'm sure a lot of a lot of people in the audience have used ChatGPT, have gone on the web, or if, if you haven't used it, you've seen screenshots of people using it. Basically, it's a service. You go out there on the web, you type a question to it, it gives you an answer. Well, it's kind of in a, a walled garden of sorts where it's not allowed to Google for things. It's not, it doesn't have current knowledge beyond like 2021. It doesn't have your personal private information, which is probably a good, good thing. thing. Um, but yeah, so it has some limitations there. Um, what Langchain does is it allows you to use the open AI API, or as we'll talk about a little bit later, any other large language model, so it doesn't have to be chat GPT, and it allows you to connect it in with other tools, other services. Well, this is where the world of innovation around these large language models is changing literally by the hour. 
Um, there are some open source projects that make it easy to store data that you can then give to an AI. So let me give you, I'm already, I can already see it. So let me give you My an example. My eyes are starting to glaze yep, over, yep, I think. Yep. So help me out. So real specific use case with Langchain, you can basically say, okay, here's where I'm going to store some information. Here is all of the notes in my personal knowledge management system. Put it all into this, um, this place. Mm-hmm. And then connect that up in a chain with the OpenAI API. Then I can ask questions and I can say, okay, hey, you know, what's my favorite Mexican restaurant? Well, normally it's going to say, as a large language model, I don't have access to that information. Well, when you chain it together like this, you can tell it, hey, here's some tools you can use. And that's the, that's the most powerful concept, really, I think, for e-com retailers is this idea of tools. So it's not, let me pause you real quick. So it's not just language. So it's not just you're typing in, maybe you typed in your background information and said your favorite Mexican food is quesadillas or whatever. Well, in, yeah, if that's in your personal knowledge management system, if that's right, in the information, but you don't that. have to actually type it in. Like right now, you can tell it, you know, my favorite color is blue, and then later say what's my favorite color, and, we'll and say it remembers blue. that. Well, this goes way beyond that because it will basically say, okay, I don't know Josh's favorite Mexican restaurant, but I have a tool called Josh's personal knowledge management system. I can send a message to that tool and say, hey, do you know this? And you're actually using an AI, you're basically chaining multiple AIs together that use these tools that say, hey, hey, you know, main AI or the agent, as it's called in LangChain, hey, agent, I just looked through all those files. Here's the two files I think you need to answer Josh's question. And I'll look at that and say, oh, yeah, you're right. And then it'll answer the question. Or it'll say, you know, this was okay, but I also see I have a tool called Google search. So maybe I'll do a Google search based on the name of that Mexican restaurant so that I can add more information to my response. So, and there are, goodness, probably 20 or 30 tools already built into LangChain, and you can add your own as well. So it can pull in, um, Slack's not there yet, but it's pretty easy to add Slack yourself, but it can pull in from um, Google Docs, it can pull in from the web, it can pull in from images, it can pull in from PDFs, it can, there are wow lots of different tools it can pull in from. Well, this is where I realized, wait a second... Like these agents that you can build with this um, system. And one of the things I already kind of jumped straight past is it's open source. It's a GitHub repo. Anybody can download LangChain. Anybody can use it. So um, it's not something you have to pay for. It's not something you have to, you know, it's not, it's not this big complex thing. It is a pretty fast, simple, easy thing to use. Um, well, you can set up one of these agents and let's say you build a tool that connects it into your customer service knowledge base. Then you build a tool that connects it, allows it to, say, access the Magento API for using Magento and pull in order information. Well, now all of a sudden you've built your own chatbot that can answer your customers' questions. And that's even one of the, um, the things that it's already being used for is um, a lot of these communities, these AI research communities, they operate on Discord. So they're not on... Google, they're not, you know, there's, uh, it's hard to find information about them. There's a lot of good information in their Discord. Well, they've set up bots and agents that basically pull in all the conversations from the Discord, all the questions that have been answered, and you can send a message to that bot and say, hey, I'm trying to figure out how to solve blank problem. You know, what do you recommend? And it will rely on that other information from knowledge bases, from the documentation, and even from the other chats in Discord and give you an answer. Oh my, my head's spinning. So basically, as we're trying to kind 
kind of grab onto this, we now have the ability now in, in short, what you did say is, is that the chatbot now can ask Google search mm-hmm. or a myriad of other tools for more information so that it's no longer relying on whatever was in the repository mm-hmm. in 2021. And that was kind of the end date. So now it can call on your personal information management, your calendar. Could it, I'm going to go there. It could even look at your checkbook. Yeah, if you want to Potentially QuickBooks or something like that. So then it could find out the restaurant that you go to the most often or where you spent the most money. Yeah. And, and, and find that answer. Okay. I love the idea of creating, in a way, mostly automated or somewhat automated ways for customer service to work. Mm-hmm. So that really does help and can be be a definitely a great first line of customer service for someone when they reach out to you about your store. Where else are you seeing? I know you're headed a little bit more and it's going to get more exciting, but I kind of want to sum that up yeah. so that I could understand it a little better. So one of the things, um, one of the tools built in a lane chain is SQL, SQL. So sure. you have a SQL database, i.e. your order management system, your e-commerce platform, your ERP, maybe even if you want to go that far. You connect all that up to it and you can say, you can start asking it questions like, what was my best-selling product last month? And what was, you know, what's my profit margin here, there? Like it can actually start doing things that used to would require an employee and an employee spending probably a few hours on if they and never a very expensive report. potential employee. You know, I can see CFOs and high end business analysts being a little uh, potentially fearful because if it can do that kind of, you know, those are questions that you would ask. Hey, what's what is our most profitable? Mm-hmm. Where where are we spending our most time? And those that's the analysis that. A CEO is going to be asking their financial people mm-hmm. to provide them answers. And if now, if this is as simple, potentially as simple as asking a question to a chat bot, gosh, what does that mean in the long term? Yeah. And it's not just the world of finance or CEOs that have to worry. One of the built in connectors in Langchain is for Figma, which is where a lot of people do their wireframes and their oh. designs and UX. You can connect Figma up and you can say, hey, you know, agent, what's the best design? What changes should I make to this design? And it can actually start giving you that type of information and advice. So, and and I'm telling you, it is just crazy. They're up to release number 132 or 133 um, as of this recording of new releases in Langchain and a new there's at least one new release every day. Sometimes there's two or three that add major new features. So this is this is, I mean, exponential growth just at an insane pace. And even the the company, this is the the part that was real fun and one of the reasons I wanted to talk about this today. Um, so Langchain um, is an open source project. It's a GitHub repository. It was basically a side project from someone that was very interested in artificial intelligence. Um, his name's Harrison Chase. And actually, the, the Langchain repo is still under Harrison's name and not like a company name because it was a side project. Well, they announced yesterday that reading between the lines, 
some venture capitalists came and said, here's $10 million. We know you don't have a company, and this is just a side project, but now you have a company. Make this a real thing. And, and so, here's $10 million, and here's $10 to, help million to help you do it. So, and so they've done 133 releases in just a few months off of open source contributions, a community, and a passion project. Now they have $10 million to invest in hiring full-time developers to work on this. So this is... All right, so... Everyone out there, take a big, deep breath. <laughs> All right, let's relax a second here. I'm going to reel you back in. Let's kind of come back in. All right, I'm a merchant. Mm-hmm. I'm doing $30 million, $50 million online. It sounds like this could really streamline. It could do some cool stuff. Mm-hmm. It could also take me down a wild path, a goose chase, if you will, and I could end up whatever. How, how best can it help me? Let's let's reel that in. Where where can you see? Where's the bang for the buck? I would say look at what areas in your business you're not currently optimizing. Like what what are some areas that due to not having the personnel, the resources, the the systems, whatever it is, there's some aspects. So let's say you know that you're weak in your product assortment, or you know you're weak in your um, financial analysis, go in that direction. And when I say go in that direction, basically have someone, and if you have an in-house team, I would say task a developer to really work on this. If you don't, find a freelancer. Um, or as we did talk a little bit before the show, or ask chat GPT. Um, that was actually one of the things I did while working on a project with LangChain is ask um, chat GPT and later LangChain itself, a LangChain agent, you know, how should I implement this? And it walked me through it. But And for those of you, quick pause, we are real people. We're not <laughs> chat GPT. We, we are, are real people. So You know, it is to the point that our audio, I am convinced we could 100% have an AI do. But video, real-time streaming video, it's... Hopefully not quite there yet. Well, I would hope for some upgrades. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Um, but anyway, yeah, I would find find that person, find that resource, find a way to get someone working with and exploring applications of this library in your weakest areas, because I think that's where you can see some pretty big bang for your buck. And as far as where to start in those areas, what I find, found most helpful is, you know, get a, get a basic infrastructure set up, figure out where you're going to deploy this, where you're going to run it, that sort of thing. Um, there's some people, I mean, it can, it can build a user interface and website for you, or you can just chat with it in a terminal window, like figure out how you want to do that. Yeah, that's what I was going to ask is, is the, the simplicity of, I mean, I know, Enough in a bet you and I have played with, and you kind of got me into you know just a Chat GPT web interface where I could do things with it. But I quickly realized that that may not be the best. And doing the open source, the API, and and having access and building something that's a little more robust was a better a better play. Is that kind of what you're suggesting? Yeah, and I would say though. Don't worry, this is moving so fast that I wouldn't spend too much time thinking about the interface up front. Like I would just figure out what is the most convenient way for the right people in your company to be able to interact with this system. And for some companies, that may mean tying it into an internal chat, tying it into an internal ticketing system. Okay. But I think for a lot of companies, you can keep this super simple and lightweight. Um, I saw there's a company that's already deployed a web portal that you go to with your company email address, and it automatically provisions basically a new web interface just for you to talk to your bespoke 
chatbot and agent. Um, but then are you able to Lang Chang connect that all up, right? Yeah, so all that basically needs to already have been implemented through LangChain. Okay. Um, and one of the things... Oh, let me finish. Sorry, I've got seven open threads here because this is this is cool stuff. Um, but anyway, let, let let's go back to that um, that setup, like for your your financials, whatever area you're weakest in. Just pull in data. Start pulling in as much data as you can in that area. Find ways to pull it in, and then create it as a tool for that agent. Because once you start giving the agent tools, you can actually see its thought process. And that will help you figure out what other tools, what other directions to go in. So it can almost guide you in the hmm. best directions to go. So, and I do think like this is something that if you're selling online and you're you're if you have a SQL database or an API to access your data, you ought to be looking at this and using this. I think I'm gonna have to go back and watch iRobot. Um, I think that's uh, that's a good one. Anyway, wow. There's a lot here. It's really, really cool being that merchant, and I'm kind of playing, and I don't even have to play this. I am the dumb guy here. It sounds complicated, Josh, mm-hmm. I have to say. And I know your enthusiasm and you're so excited about it makes it feel like, hey, just anybody could do it. And I know I ran into challenges when you and I were just very simply getting into some of this. I think the key, one of the keys that you said right away was, if you have an internal developer, really, they, you need a developer of some variety to really be that interface to speak the developer speak to help at least build out the base of this, mm-hmm. correct? And that can be someone that maybe you hire, um, even Fiverr-ish or whatever, yeah. the OB desk or, or something. There's another O-desk, I think, O-desk, yeah, O-desk yeah, yeah. that's out there. So there's, there's some things inexpensively that you could do pretty quickly. Mm-hmm. So let's assume for a moment I've done that and kind of to quickly kind of bring this all together and finalize it, if you will. What's kind of the quick, you said the quick hit is looking for a problem mm-hmm. and deploy this against that. So real quick, what would that look like or what would that, yeah, what would it look like, maybe sound like as far as what I'm asking it, what's happening? Let's say, let me try and give you a problem. You know, I'm selling apparel. I've got a line of T-shirts that just aren't selling, and I don't know why. Everything else I'm selling, my shoes, the the accessories that go with it are all doing great, but my T-shirts are just not hitting it. What would that look like to say, hey, chat GPT, uh, what would, how can you help me? Yeah, I mean, you, you can basically make sure it's connected into your product data, your sales data, um, which, again, there's a tool that can read straight from an SQL database. But then also there are, it's compatible with all the plugins that ChatGPT is now developing. And, for instance, there's a Shopify plugin that you can search against every Shopify store out there. So you could actually connect oh, it wow. to that tool, and it could start searching and saying, okay, this exact t-shirt that you have here is also being sold on Shopify, but it's being sold for half the price. And it can start finding things wow. like that for you. Wow. That's that's amazing stuff. Well, I think uh, I think from a time standpoint, we're kind of needing to, to land this plane, if you will. So this has been fascinating. I think we have a probably at least another show or two that we could uh, we could do on this. Last thoughts. Well, three things. First, 
if you go to docs.langchain.com, which we'll have in our show notes, um, that's the conceptual guide to Langchain. Even if you're not a developer, it gets a little developer-y, but that's the more abstract set of the guides. So you could read that, kind of understand a little bit more about how these agents work. They even outline some common use cases on there. We didn't even get to this yet, but the real power of Langchain, and I think why VCs are excited about it, is you don't have to just use chat GPT. You can actually change two lines of code, and now instead of GPT uh, or chat GPT, you're using a different AI from OpenAI, or you're using a new open source one that was just released that you can run for free, and you can run locally, not have to send your data anywhere, keep it all hmm. kind of close at hand. Um, and the last thing I want to mention is that um, this is evolving quickly. I expect that our um, email newsletter over on the, the Creativity side of the world at creativity.com will be featuring this for a while in our email newsletter. So if you want to get some, some updates between the episodes as this evolves, sign up there. Um, and then as always, I'll be tweeting about it nonstop, I'm sure. Well, definitely pay attention to our social media channels and all of that. And gosh, we really thank you for joining us. This has been fun. It's been exciting. And uh, we look forward to uh, talking to you again. Until then, take care. Take care.